What's up, guys? It's Lucas back with Fight Fan Gaming. Uh, for those of you who are new, this is a podcast streamed live on YouTube about the current events in MMA. We also got some EA UFC 2 gameplay, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash fightfangaming. Uh, when you do, make sure you enable notifications so that you guys get alerts when I go live. Uh, so today, we're going to be doing a breakdown of UFC 210. Uh, but before then, I, I should say uh, I'm currently on U- uh, on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, pretty much all of the biggest podcasting services. So if you guys do come across a service that I'm not on, just send me a message and I'll try and get on there as soon as I can. Uh, I've actually gotten some really good feedback from you guys so far, so I really appreciate it. Keep it coming. Um, I've had people reach out to me and tell me they're already fans of the show and that they uh, already support what I'm doing. So... Um, I've gotten, I've already picked up several subscribers, so I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, it's, it's moving along, so I'm going to just try and keep improving. I plan on getting some better hardware here really soon, so should get some better sound quality and, uh, uh, should, uh, fix some of these streaming issues I've been having lately, so hopefully, uh, hopefully all that goes down soon, so make sure you subscribe on YouTube so that you guys can, uh, watch my podcast live and uh of course uh subscribe on your favorite podcasting service so that you guys can listen uh on your downtime so if you watch my last episode we went over the live event mcgregor versus aldo uh, i'm just gonna do a quick run through of my results i didn't do too good last time so we had Sw- uh cub swanson versus Choi. Got the pick right, uh, the fashion right. Just got the wrong, uh, the round wrong. Uh, I chose first round, and it was a second round TKO. Then we had Lawler versus Condit. I chose Lawler by TKO third round, and Condit won a decision, so failed on that pick. Then uh, we had Jerjacek uh, versus Gedalia. I chose Jerjacek. KOTKO fourth round, and she won a decision. Then we have Bisbing versus Henderson. I chose Bisbing KOTKO fourth round, and uh, Henderson won by KOTKO first round. So it's off on that pick. And then uh, we had McGregor versus Aldo, and I chose McGregor KOTKO in the first, and uh, McGregor got the KO in the second. So didn't. Dude, I mean, I got a, uh, a beginner pack, but I didn't uh, do too well in those picks. So, uh, yeah, this is episode 10. We're going to be doing a breakdown of UFC 210, Cormier versus Johnson 2. Uh, we already saw the first match. Uh, Cormier, you know, he, he took the big shots at Johnson early and then uh, tired him with his wrestling and uh, pretty much just ground him into the ground and uh, took his back and finished with a choke. So it was. I, I don't. I don't see it going much differently. Honestly, I think Johnson will land some pretty good strikes, and uh, I just don't know if he's got. I just don't know if he's going to be able to put Cormier away. I mean, Cormier's. He's already taken those shots, you know, and he's he's probably as confident as ever now, knowing that he can hold up to those those big punches of Johnson. But. If you see some of the media leading up to this fight, Cormier does look a little tired, and uh, I don't know what the beard's about, but um, a couple other people in the media were talking uh, about how 
you know Kane has been out and uh, a couple of uh, a couple of his other partners just haven't been active so who's he really training with I guess is one of the bigger bigger questions um, and then of course he's had a ton of media obligations lately being an analyst for Fox and he's he's also doing uh, commentary work for the UFC so he's had a ton of media obligations so he's been really busy with that uh, we don't know how much he's been able to train and uh, on top of that it's been I think uh, 18 or 19 months something like that since he last defended his belt and that was against uh, Gustafson in a pretty hard fought fight I mean Cormier definitely clearly took that fight but it, you know it wasn't easy uh, so you know it, that's why the odds are so close because you know Johnson with his power of course he's always gonna you know it, he's always gonna kind of have the, that X factor right there just makes every one of his fights extremely interesting and hard to pick against him you know because it's just so devastating uh, there's really not many people out there with that type of power so it's really hard to pick against him uh, especially being that you know he is a strong wrestler and uh, Johnson is a pretty strong wrestler himself Cormier obviously ragged all them around in the in the first fight but um, I think Johnson if he focuses on defensive if he focused a lot on defensive wrestling in uh, in his camps and his last three fights you know last two years since they last fought I think he could do really well uh, stuff and you know I think Cormier does get him to the, to the ground regardless he's gonna get him down which is just bad because of someone like Johnson being that big and having that much muscle it just he tires and he's always had all cardio cardio issues anyways but uh, he's just gonna tire so quickly if he gets put on his back so uh, that's that's the X factor in this fight it's it, if Cormier can get him down, which I really think he can, then it's just a wash, and it's just Cormier's fight at that point. Um, so obviously, if Johnson wins, Johnson's going to win early. He's going to put him away in the first or early in the second. Um, if he doesn't, then that means Cormier has already got a hold of him, and he's already grappled him for you know at least some of the first and uh, early in the second. Then then it's over it's just you know Corm uh, Johnson will just be he'll just be too tired to you know get that knockout blow that that he needs and he just has the tendency to you know give up on fights anyways you know I don't know how you work that out in the gym and uh you know every I know everybody's been saying that you know so it's just like been beaten over the head you know Johnson just he but it's true the guy he when the going gets rough he he just kind of gives up, kind of rolls over, and just you know gives up his back and lets him choke him. So honestly, I and look at that poster. Uh, if you guys are on YouTube, you, uh, just looking at this poster of Cormier versus Johnson, how Johnson is the looming uh, huge figure in the back on this poster. It's kind of extremely biased. I know you know that that already was talked about a lot but I I thought they cleared that up I I thought they would have switched the poster around or something interesting but uh so I guess I'm gonna from let's just go through my picks real quick let's start from the bottom I mean obviously that was just pretty much my breakdown of the main event uh I'm gonna work up 
after the pick, though. So we got uh, we got Patrick Cummings versus uh, Jam. I, I believe it's Blackowitz. I know the odds right now are pointing towards uh, Blackowitz as he's the favorite, um, just by a slight slight margin. I think he's like a one one ten one maybe like one fifteen favorite. Uh, Cummins is a slight underdog at like one oh five. Um, I know I've seen both of these guys fight plenty of times. I'm I'm more familiar with Pat Cummins' name, I'm sure, but uh, Black. I've heard Blackowitz, Blachowitz or Blackowitz name a lot recently. Let's see how the community has this picked. Yeah, so 75% of the community is picking Blackowitz by TKO in the third round. And uh, I think Cummins is a little, a little chinny. So not uh, like I've said in previous episodes, when I don't know too much about it, I like to go with the community and just uh, you know, at least for the winner, I might switch the round up a little bit just to you know even out the odds for myself. But I'm gonna go with Black Blackowitz. Not decision, no way. These are heavyweights. Uh, TKO, and uh, we'll go. The community says third. I'm gonna go with second round. And then uh, we got Miles Jury versus Mike uh, Delator. Miles Jury, uh, if you guys remember, there for a while that guy was uh, he, uh, that kid. Honestly, I mean, he was just you know shooting straight up the the rankings. He went on like a six, seven fight win streak in the UFC, and then uh, of course he he fought Donald Cerrone, and Donald Cerrone just tooled him. Uh, if you guys remember at the end of the fight, uh, Miles Jury was laying down and Donald was standing over him just throwing mean ass leg kicks, uh, just standing over him, wailing on him, just pissed at him, just trying to kick his leg off. <laughs> and, uh, I believe he called him fuck you kicks. <laughs> so, uh, that was funny. So I don't, I don't think I've seen Jury fight since then. Uh, he's definitely, he has to have fought since then. I mean, that was so long ago. Uh, it's gonna, I mean, besides the upper echelon, uh, the elite, the only elite fighter I've seen Jury fight against was Cerrone, and, uh, he got mauled, and, uh, Mike Delator is definitely not an elite fighter, so, the community's got 88%, uh, Jury by decision, so, that sounds good to me, we'll go Jury decision. Not, uh, I haven't really seen him finish too many guys, so I'm pretty comfortable with that pick. Uh, then we got uh, Tiago Alves versus Patrick Cote. Uh, so Alves just hasn't been the same, and I'm I'm leaning Cote for sure by uh, TKO second or third round. Uh, just based on the fact that I think Alves' career is just, you know, at the very tail end, so, and I think, uh, Patrick Cote's got a lot of fight in him, and, you know, he's got that, he's got pretty ridiculous knockout power, um, and he's got a really strong chin, so, the community's actually leaning towards Alves, 77%, 
got Alves by TKO in the second round. I'm going to go with Patrick Cote TKO in the second round. We'll see how that goes. I want to say that Cote was the favorite last time I looked at the odds. We'll have to see. So I'm pretty excited for this card. It, uh, so far, nothing has happened. You know, no fights have been canceled. And uh, I'm excited for the, the main event. You know, it's, uh, it's always intriguing watching Cormier uh, or Johnson fight. You know, they're two of my favorite fighters. Um, they both bring it. They're, they're both the best, the absolute best um, in their style of fighting. Obviously, John Jones uh, pretty much handled Cormier. I mean, it was a really, it was a really clo close fight. I think a lot of people will forget, um, or just didn't, you know, watch it a second time. But that was a really close fight. Uh, Cormier is definitely a better wrestler than John Jones. It's just John Jones got has some really ridiculous intangibles that makes it hard for anybody to impose their will on him. And it's just his his height, his reach, and just the the long, lanky, uh, you know, his legs and his arms are just so long, you can't even really get in within, you know, distance of him, so, uh, it, you know, the guy's just got crazy intangibles that makes it hard for anybody to do anything to him. I do want to check those odds real quick of Cote and uh, Alves. Because I'm surprised. Usually the odds do line up with the community picks on UFC. And uh, I thought last I saw. Could have sworn Cote was a favorite. And the community is leaning pretty heavily on Alves right now. Okay. Yeah, so Cote is a 150 favorite. And Alves is a 130 underdog. So I'm, I'm pretty surprised to see that. So uh, I'm going to go with Cote. Second round TKO. And for those of you who are just listening, uh, I will be going through these fights uh, on EA UFC 2. You can go through your picks of the event, and then uh, you get points depending on how well you do. So at the end, uh, when you choose your the winner, you can uh, do the play bonus. You can play the fight and uh, try and replicate how you think it's going to go down. And if it happens that way, you get an extra bonus. So... We're going to go through and do that afterwards. So you may want to make your way over to YouTube.com slash FightFanGaming and uh, check out this gameplay. <laughs> so we got Weidman versus Musasi. This is a pick em for me. Um, I, I think Weidman's going to get it done, but you know he's been on uh, a, a downward slope lately. He's on He's got two losses in his career, and that was his last two fights, and they're back-to-back, -back, so... Uh, it's not, it's not too good. I mean, he was pretty much winning both of those fights before he lost, but uh, you know that's that's kind of a characteristic that some fighters can develop that I, that I've noticed. Uh, I've seen a lot of guys for whatever reason, you know, they'll they'll develop pretty much, you know, they'll start getting not they'll they'll start off a fight really really well and they'll be hurting the guy and then they'll just get creamed you know uh vitor 
that guy has been finished in mount for like three fights in a row or something crazy like that. Like it's just that's just like a characteristic he developed uh, in the in the last you know two years. Um, he just you know people just mount him now <laughs> and they just beat him down. And uh, I'm hoping Weidman doesn't develop the characteristic of uh, you know edging fights making them really close, looking good, and then, you know, just losing out of nowhere like that on some, you know, a simple mistake, pretty much. Uh, the last two losses, uh, spinning back kick on Luke Rockhold, that was just the most ridiculous thing ever. And then, uh, you know, Yo Romero uh, set him up on the, the takedowns, pretty much, and uh, set him up for that flying knee and knocked him out with that. But, you know, he was doing really well up until that point. It was just kind of like a flash out of nowhere type of deal. So, uh, I think Weidman can get it done, but, you know, if he continues doing the same thing that he's done the last two, and uh, there's a good chance that Musasi catches him and on some crazy, you know, flash knockout. Maybe not flash knockout, but, you know, like some out of nowhere fight ending deal. I'm going to go with Weidman, but I would not doubt if Musasi gets the win. So, honestly, I think this is fight of the night. I'm going to go Weidman. I don't I don't know if it'll go to it might go to a decision. I'm going to go Weidman decision. The community has got 63% Weidman by KOTKO in the second round. So, I'm going to go with man I want to say decision because I think it's going to be a really good fight. But at the same time, I think it might have a really high pace. And I, somebody is probably going to get knocked out. Let's just hope their their chins hold up and we get a, a sweet fight. I'm going to go wide minute decision. And then the main event. So I already went through it a little bit. So uh, if, if Cormier gets him down early then it's Cormier's fight if Johnson lands big big strikes early and can stuff the takedown then it's Johnson's fight but you know we know Johnson's got to knock him out Cormier can win this by a decision uh he could choke him out uh you know he could ground and pound him for five rounds and just beat him up you know there's just a lot of different ways he can win so it's just really hard for me to pick against him and right now Johnson is a favorite over Cormier and I want to say it's because you know, the MMA community is pretty in tune with, you know, how fighters feel and, you know, what's going on in their lives for some reason. You know, we're really into, you know, all that, all that personal information, you know. Uh, and a lot of people are talking about DC looking really tired and seeming really tired. And when I just, when I watched the stare downs today, he seemed pretty, pretty tired. I don't know, pretty, I just... He did seem a little gone, or something just doesn't seem right. Um, Johnson's like a 105 favorite, and last I looked, DC was even. Uh, so I think I think the, sm the, sm the smart bet is Cormier, but people are still leaning Johnson. It's just, oh man, this is one of those pick and fights again. It's just style, weird style matchups. Community, 68% for Johnson by TKO in the first round. Man. This is a tough one. I'm going to go with 
I think the smart we already saw this fight you know I'm gonna go Cormier submission or TKO in the third or fourth round and it's probably gonna be the third again and I'm gonna say he beats him up TKOs, TKOs him in the fourth gets him down and just beats him with elbows from like side control or something that's how I see it going down hopefully you know I'm a big fan of DC a uh, big fan of Johnson also but he's just not I, you know I've seen him gas and give up so multiple times you know uh, he's a, I don't know I don't know we're gonna go through and do the play bonuses you know I could sit here and ramble on about <laughs> you know the breakdown all day uh, we're gonna start off with Jan Blackowitz and uh, Pat Cummins man so yeah it's been pretty dead lately MMA wise um, not many headlines some of the fights I've heard that have been scheduled I know we got uh, Robbie Lawler versus Donald Cerrone scheduled for UFC 213 so uh, I remember when they scheduled it the first time and I was extremely excited uh, you know it was too early for Robbie Lawler to come back and do that fight so uh, I'm extremely excited to see see it now I was actually worried for Robbie at the time because I thought Robbie was gonna uh, you know I thought he was going to get knocked out, to be honest with you, just because of how fast he was going to come back, and uh, Cerrone was streaking at the time. But, uh, so it'll be nice to see him. You know, Cerrone's coming off the loss, and uh, Robbie's had the long layoff from his loss from, uh, against Woodley. Uh, I'll break it down when it comes, but as of right now, I'm leaning Robbie Lawler. You know, if they're both, both healthy, Robbie's just... Uh, so ferocious with his hands and Cowboy, Cowboy has problems with good boxers and you know people who are you know heavy heavy boxing uh, so I just I think Robbie Lawler's boxing and power are just gonna it's, it's probably just gonna be too too much for him we'll see how I feel a little closer to fight time but as of right now I'm leaning Lawler and if you guys have seen anything uh, about UFC 211, that card is absolutely stacked. So we got, uh, I know we got Junior Dos Santos versus Stipe Miocic for the heavyweight belt. And then uh, for the co-main event, you got Jurjacek versus uh, Jessica Andrade. Um, should, that should be a good test for uh, if you If you've kept up on her, you know, she's handled pretty much all of her opponents fairly easily. Um, I, I won't say easily, convincingly, but they've all been tough match, tough matches. So, um, she's she's mean, you know. I I really enjoy watching her. Um, I think she gets that done, but I think it's a really really tough fight for her. So we'll see. We'll break it down when it comes. Uh, some other names I heard. I can't exactly remember the matchups, but I know Frankie's on that card, uh, who else, I want to say there was like eight, nine, ten names on there, it was pretty insane, 
maybe I'll go through it after this fight. But really excited for that one. Hopefully everybody makes it to fight night on that one. We still got uh, plenty of time before that before that card goes down. I think we got at least uh, I think we got two fight nights between uh, now and then. Um, I know we got fight night. The next fight night is Demetrius Johnson uh, versus who Who knows. I, I don't know who the guy is. But he's going to destroy the guy, I'm sure. And uh, that's a that's a stack card, too. It's a it's a Fox card. So they usually stack those. So they I know they got uh, Waterson versus Namajunas for the co-main. Uh, I think Roy Nelson was on that card. Um, who else? I think Tim Elliott was on that card. It, it's really stacked. There's a lot of a lot of good fighters on there. So it, uh, I believe it's the UFC's debut in KFC or KFC. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Guys, uh, pay-per-views coming to KFC now. <laughs> um, I, b I believe it's their debut in uh, Casey in Kansas City. Um, Obviously, you can see my hat. You know, I'm not from KC. Just a fan of the Chiefs. Um, it's about two, two and a half hours from where I live. Uh, I was really considering going, but ticket prices are pretty damn expensive, and uh, it just doesn't work out with my work schedule. So, never been to an event, guys. Maybe, maybe one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> I hear it's amazing. So, for those of you who are listening. <coughs> Uh, I am fighting with uh, Blackowitz against Pat Cummings on EA UFC 2. And uh, my goal is to get a KO TKO in the second round. And uh, I'm softening him up pretty good. He's trying to initiate, initiate the grappling, but uh, I keep breaking pretty well and uh, landing, landing big strikes. If you guys know anything about me, I like to box on this game. Not a big fan of the grappling, just for the fact that I like to strike. <laughs> Nothing against grappling, I just don't like doing it in games. Oh man, so... Afterwards, uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, be doing a fight recap, so make sure you guys subscribe and come back for episode 11. It'll be a recap of UFC 210, we'll go through, uh, we'll talk about the event, we'll, uh, we'll go over my picks on EA UFC, and, uh, we'll see how I did, and hopefully there's some more MMA news coming out by then, it's been pretty dead, like I said, just, like, crickets, you know, uh, they're, they're reporting really stupid things, uh, right now, it's so dead, so, Alright, second round, I'm going to try and get the TKO real quick. Pat Cummins has been around forever. Never been a fan, really. Just always knew who he was. Blackowitz guy seems, I don't know, slow. <laughs> Maybe he's a, a, he's probably a grappler, I don't know. 
I seriously don't know. That's why I went with the community pick because I, I don't know anything about this guy. I just know that he's the favorite. And I've heard his name. So uh, There's not too many heavyweights, so pretty much know the majority of them, I guess. Ooh, he got me the tie clinch. Need the hell out of me for a second. And he just dodged a front kick for me. Seems like he's got a really good chin. I've landed some really clean strikes on him. Ooh, he hit kicked me. Uh, some other headlines that I heard about. Uh, Dana's full throttle supporting McGregor versus... Uh, Mayweather, you know, obviously he came out on the Conan show and said that, you know, he thinks it's going to happen because there's just too much money behind it, and uh, now recently he said uh, that he he wants to get this done, you know, for Conor McGregor, pretty much, you know, he wants to, pretty much just to help him out, you know, he, uh, Conor's done a lot for them, and uh, what he really means is he wants to help Conor make them money <laughs> so uh, I, you know let's be honest he doesn't want to do this for Connor he wants to do this you know for his for his resume and uh, to make history who wouldn't Dana's like the king of uh, I don't even know what they're called but <laughs> I can't even think of the the saying uh, so I, I got him in half guard. I was trying to get some grappling done, but his de defense is way better than mine. Or his defense is w way better than my offense. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gassing out pretty badly. Still landing good strikes on him, but I just don't know if I got it in the tank to get a finish this, this round. And sadly, I think I'm going to have to cut the, the podcast short. Getting uh, uh, calls from work, so we're probably gonna have a part two. Uh, so make sure you stick around, come back if you guys wanna finish up uh, some UFC 210 talk and uh, finish out the uh, gameplay with me. You know, uh, I've been on call for the last week or so, so I do maintenance and I, uh, I. Uh, I take the on-call phone for a week at a time, and if I get a call, you know, at any time, I pretty much have to leave and go take care of what's going on, so duty calls. Alright, well, I'm piecing them up. I got a minute and ten seconds left in the first round, and I landed a jab hook, <laughs> and, uh put him away <laughs> so that was quick I didn't rock him or anything he just went went out so <laughs> sweet all right I'm back after my not so short break <laughs> uh, I had to take care of some things at work so uh, I was just finished uh, I just finished up with uh, Cummins versus Blackowitz uh, I chose Blackowitz KOTKO second round and uh got the play bonus um two fights that aren't included on uh the ufc live events on ea um uh, 
Will Brooks versus uh, Charles Oliveira, just due to the fact that uh, Will Brooks isn't in the game, uh, and he's earlier in the card also, so uh, he's not actually a part of the main card, I don't think. Oh yeah, he is. Okay. So Will Brooks versus Charles Oliveira. Uh, Will Brooks is a heavy favorite, I believe, like three or three favorite. Um, Oliveira is talking about going back down to featherweight already. Uh, I don't know if it's just uh, size. He, he might feel, you know, small up there. Just uh, strength isn't stacking up, I guess. Uh, even though he's pretty big for featherweight and the, the cut is extremely hard for him. So, uh, he's already talking about going down and Will Brooks is, uh, you know, he's, he's perfect right there at lightweight. Um, he probably is a future champ, you know, he's really young and, uh, he's got all the tools to get it done. So, uh, I got Will Brooks in that fight. Um not sure how he gets it done he probably uh gets a decision um if he does finish the fight it'll be like uh a tko uh probably with from ground and pound i'd imagine uh but charles Oliveira, he's no uh he's no slouch so i'm i'm really interested in, in this fight i'm i'm looking forward to that one i I've been waiting for Will, Bro Will Brooks to get back in the octagon because, uh, you know, he lost uh, to, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, it, it, was it another Oliveira? Cowboy Oliveira? Is that right? That may be it. Um, or, or I'm just crazy. I don't know. Uh, but he hurt his rib early in that fight. I, it was probably from a kick or a knee. I don't even remember how he, how it happened, but that really affected his performance so uh, I think he could have gotten that fight done uh, I think he could have gotten the the win but you know he was he was played plagued with that injury for the rest of the match so uh, I'm looking forward to that fight and then uh, another one it's actually uh, just before the co-main event uh, Cynthia Calvillo versus Pearl Gonzalez that Cynthia she uh, she fought just about a month ago, I think, and uh, she's the one who pulled off that slick transition. Uh, I believe she had had the the girls back, and uh, I think she I, I can, you know I have to rewatch it, but it was I remember it being an extremely strange transition. It was like from the back to like a crazy an anaconda choke. I think it it, it was it was in it it was a ridiculous scramble. I remember that so. Uh, she's, uh, she's much smaller than Pearl Gonzalez, uh, Cynthia, she's fighting out of Team Alpha Male, so, uh, she's, she's only got four fights, but, you know, she's got a lot of hype, that's, that's why she's, uh, so high on this, on this card, I believe she's a pretty heavy favorite also, uh, that Pearl Gonzalez has got a lot of size on her, and, uh, she's got a lot of, uh, submission wins also, early in the rounds too I think she's got like th four arm bars she's six and one and uh, I don't think if Cynthia gets on top position it's over that's just where she that's where she shines and uh, being that they're both grapplers um, I imagine it's gonna be a, a grappling match and 
Uh, I just think Cynthia is going to be the better grappler out of those two. I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't watched much tape on either of these girls, but um, just watching the, the grappling transition of uh, Calvillo in, in her last match, uh, and then the submission that she sunk in, she's just, you know, really, really high level. Um, haven't heard much about C Pro Gonzalez, but she, like I said, she she was huge compared to Calvillo in the in the stare down that I saw. So we'll see if size plays a factor. And uh, so those are the two fights that they don't have included on on here that I'm interested in. Of course, there's a couple other fights on the on the card. Uh, just I don't you know I don't know the names. So uh, we're just going to stick to the, the most important ones. So we're going to keep going with the gameplay. Now we got uh, Miles Jury versus uh, Mike Delator, And uh, I chose Jury by decision, round three. Uh, you know, since that's such a long fight, you know, guaranteed 15 minutes, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and skip that one. And uh, we're going to go to the Cote Alves fight. So I got Cote KOTKO in the second round. We're gonna get that going. <clears throat> I believe Cote's got quite a bit of size on Alves. I know Alves is, uh, he slimmed down, I believe. I think, uh, he was huge at one point, uh, you know, big shocker, of course, it's uh, USADA, the era of, era of USADA. Everybody's just sh shrinking. It's just like the the tale of the shrinking man in the UFC in the last year and a half or two. So uh, I think Cote nowadays has got quite a bit of size on Alves. So uh, I could be wrong. We'll see. We'll see how he stacks up here in the game. I've never – I've used Cote, and he's got a lot of power, but I've never fought against Alves or uh, even used Alves in this game. I'm really surprised to see that uh, the community is picking Alves and uh, he's actually the underdog betting wise. Strange. Sometimes it's just really hard to actually replicate the correct pick on this game. Sometimes people are overrated on here and uh, honestly I've, I've switched picks up based on how my fights have gone in this game. The physics are actually, you know, as fucked up as they are. Uh, they do a good job of playing to the fighter's strengths. The computer does. And uh, sometimes it's, uh, you know, you're calling for a second round TKO and you just cannot do it. So when that happens, I just switch it to a third round TKO or a decision or something like that, you know. You know, it's not always the case. It's not always accurate, but uh, I've had some luck with that. Uh, this engine's pretty decent. Not the biggest fan of the grappling, but it's it's made strides. Ah, oh, man, I don't know Alves's record in recent time. I know uh, the last time I saw Patrick Cote fight, I think, is when he got pieced up by uh, Cerrone. I don't think he's fought since then. 
but I could be wrong. Uh, it seems like that was a while ago. But Cowboy just fights so damn often that that, you know, it seems like his fights, you know, happened so long ago. I mean, he's gotten like three fights since then, I think. He's taunting me. Alvis has got great Muay Thai. Great Muay Thai. <clears throat> Those Muay Thai guys take a lot of damage, though. They just seem to get hit a lot. And I think that's just... It, I don't know if that's part of the game or what. You know, it seems like when you watch those Muay Thai fights that they uh, they seem to kind of stand in front of each other and kind of trade. There's not too much, like, evasion other than, you know, just blocking well. Uh, but there's not too much, like, movement to, like, get out of the wings. So, uh, Cerrone is kind of like a perfect example of that. I mean, uh, the guy is... It, uh, all the Muay Thai guys that I think of just they do get hit a lot you know maybe I'm maybe I'm tripping but uh, if somebody's got some proof that says otherwise that's that's my opinion right now uh, and Kote's got those long those long straight punches that have uh, lots of power you know he catches people on the end of them and uh, I, I think that's more I think that's Muay Thai's Weakness is just straight punches, straight straight up boxing. And obviously, uh, you know, if you can get a Muay Thai practitioner to the ground, they're uh, they're not usually the best on the ground. But uh, there's a couple guys out there. It won't. I'm lying. You know, there's a there, uh, most of them are bla all black belts in jujitsu, so they're they're well versed on the ground. Oof. I gotta drag this out to the second round. I uh, I got a minute and a half in the first. Uh, just dropped Alves with Cote. I hit him with the jab hook. Just floored him. Just been softening him up with straight punches. <clears throat> you know, uh, I think Cote uh, is one of the most underrated fighters. He's, if you guys remember, he did well against Anderson Silva until. Uh, I believe he caught a knee injury. I can't I think. Did he blow his knee out in that fight? It was something. It, it was just a weird fight. But you know, he wasn't getting destroyed like a lot of people. And uh, it, it was more because he was sitting back and you know waiting, not charging, and just opening himself up like a lot of guys would. Ooh, I rocked him again with that same same combo. I like that the the jab, uh, rear power hook. <coughs> A lot of the times, uh, you crack somebody with the jab, they uh, they go to return a combo, and they go to yeah, they they want to return with strikes, and it gives you an opening to land a power strike. You can do the same deal with the going to the body, like a quick quick straight punch to the body, and go opposite hand power punch. You know, sometimes I'll even throw the straight out there. Uh, a, a lead straight to the head or a lead straight to the body and then immediately throw a with the opposite hand throw a power hook so boom in the replay <laughs> alright second round I can finish him now not having too much problems with this this guy I mean uh, I think he got me down once but he hasn't really gone for a takedown 
Um, whew, as I say that, he kicks me in the head four times in a row. <laughs> he tried running off the cage and kneeing me. Fail. The computer's so good at parrying strikes. I, I barely parry strikes, I swear. My hands are down a lot of time. Superman punch, uppercut. That's an odd, odd uh, combo. Ooh, rocked him. Lead hook, rear hook, uppercut. Rear uppercut. Rocked him. He went for the takedown. And I stuffed in. He's got no stamina, so. I got up. I stacked his guard. I'm about to see if I can pound him out. Yeah, that's it. Finished him uh, 54 seconds into the second round. Ground and pound. excited for this for this card hopefully it doesn't let us down <laughs> I mean the the pay-per-views have just been so you know whatever lately um, obviously I still enjoy watching fights you know it's a just a you know one of those pastimes it's one of my you know I guess you could call it hobbies I don't know so uh, we got Weidman versus Musasi and I got Weidman by decision uh, since this is a co-main event, I'll go ahead and do this play bonus for sure. <clears throat> uh, so, I don't want to look too far past this card, but uh, the next the next fight night is uh, the Fox card in KC, April 15th. DJ versus Wilson Reyes. Uh, Rose Namajunas versus Michelle Watterson. Jacare Souza versus Robert Whitaker. That's a strange matchup. I like it though. I love this fucking card. Jeremy Stevens versus Renato Moisano. Sounds right. Uh, Alexander Volkov versus Roy Nelson. Man, this card is stacked. They like to stack those Fox cards, man, because they get millions of millions of viewers on those. It's just free TV. It's like channel 5 or something. <laughs> Bobby Green's also on there. Tim Elliott's fighting Luis, uh, Luis Smoka, Smoka. Man. Andrew Sanchez, the Ultimate Fighter winner's on there. Aljamain Sterling's on here. Oh my goodness. This fucking Fox card is nutty. Let's go. I can't wait to break that down. Make sure, you, make sure you guys stick around. That should be episode 12, 13, somewhere around that area. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe on YouTube so you guys can watch the gameplay. Alright, so I'm Chris Weidman versus Gayguard Musasi. Musasi's been talking... Uh, lately because he need, he needs to he needs to get that information out there to people so he can you know actually get paid the way he wants and uh so the guy is like fucking 46 and like six or something so over 50 fights and like that's like a 90 percent win ratio if not more i don't you know i don't know the math off the top of my head but it's fucking ridiculous and not only that the guys if you look at his resume it's like dan henderson vitor belford like, I, I believe he beat Souza back in the day. 
you know, if if I looked at it right now, there's at least you know two, three, four extra names on there that he's he's beaten, and uh, he beat Mark Hunt back in the day. How crazy is that? And uh, you know, he made a point. He said Mark Hunt's making you know eight hundred thousand dollars a fight, and he's not making. I think he made uh, maybe. 60 and 60 his last fight and uh, he's just making this point that he's got this ridiculous resume and yet he's completely underpaid compared to these other guys and it's just because of you know uh, I, nobody watches for gay guard Musasi I mean he's a great fighter and all the hardcore fans like him and stuff but he's, no one's really you know vying for Musasi to be the champ or um, you know, I'm not going to buy a pay-per-view to watch Musasi, but uh, when you, <laughs> the hardcore fans watch any good matchup, so I, I love the Weidman-Musasi matchup, so uh, uh, I would buy a pay-per-view just because of the matchup, but nobody, <laughs> if Musasi was champ, it's just, no one's going to get up for that, and... I don't know. They just don't see him as a big, a, a big seller. But his record is undeniable, and uh, the guy needs paid 40, 46 and six or something like that. It's just crazy. And he's beat the who's who. I mean, some of them were at the tail end of their careers, but um, you know, regardless, you know, the guy's a ridiculously talented fighter, and <clears throat> he should be paid over 50 fights. It's crazy. And then on the opposite end, Weidman is probably making far more than Musasi, and he's got, you know, less than 20 fights, probably like 17, 16 fights, maybe even less than that. Uh, of course, he was champ, and he beat Anderson Silva twice, and Cheetah, and Belford, but Musasi's beaten plenty of names, you know, so... Uh, that belt really does matter. And uh, sometimes they can choose not to give you the belt. So if Musasi did get the belt, maybe he would get the recognition that, that he deserves. And maybe he would start selling, but I, you know, I doubt it. Uh, just the fact that he's got 50 fights, though. If he became champ, you'd think that people would respect the dude. Because that's just like, uh, how can you deny a guy with a resume like that. <clears throat> so I got a minute and 20 seconds in the first round. Uh, I've been beating him up pretty good on the feet. And uh, I stuffed a takedown or something. I can't even remember how I got down here. But I had him mounted and he rolled me over. And now he's got me mounted. So, Ooh, I tried getting up and he blocked it. Got up second try. So I'm really excited for this fight. I, you know, I, I really do think Chris can pull it out, but it's it's kind of a pick 'em, and I really do think it's going to be a back and forth fight. Chris has got a ridiculous chin. The only time we've ever seen him just get flattened was against Yo Romero, and it was just the perfect combination to, you know, to shut someone's lights out. So. Uh, it was his fault, though. You know, it wasn't just like all oh, luck or nothing. He Romero pretty much, it, 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 he 
he pretty much set him up for that knee, and uh, he he timed it. He he saw uh, that Chris was gonna go for the takedown because you know you pick up on tendencies over ten ten minutes of fighting, and uh, he just knew he was going for that takedown. Same way Barbosa knew that. Uh, who was he fighting, man? Who did he get that flying knee on? Man, it was crazy. It'll come to me, but, uh, you know, it wasn't, it, it's not just a lucky flying knee. These guys saw what was coming and timed it perfect, so. Weidman has got a, a nasty chin, and Musasi's got a nasty chin. Um, Musasi's clearly the better striker. Uh, great wrestler, but Weidman, you know, he's the All-American. He's bigger. He's got size on him. Uh, Wy or you know, Musasi's got great length, and uh, he uses it well. But uh, Weidman's got a lot of size on him, and he pushes the 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 pace, and he pressures people, and usually Musasi pressures people, so. We'll see how that goes down. We'll see who goes backwards. And uh, see how they game plan for the, for each other. Uh, I just dropped Musasi with a jab Superman punch and let him back up because uh, he's really good um, at jujitsu. Last time I was down there, he, he rolled me right over and kept blocking all my transitions. Wouldn't let me posture up. <clears throat> Let me know your guys' picks, though. Um, I don't. This isn't a good card to, to bet on. I don't think. You know, I, I think there's some money in in DC. I think. Uh, I, I think he is a safe pick. But actually, uh, during my my not so short break, I saw a headline that showed uh, DC. I said earlier in the episode that he didn't look too good if you watch some of the media days. And uh, I saw a picture and he looked absolutely drained. His eyes are all sucked in. And the headline said that he had another 10 pounds to go. So if that's true, uh, I'm honestly questioning if he's going to be able to make it to the scale. Uh, I know DC's a professional and he's probably... He's a big dude, though. You know, you're talking about a guy who and uh, has a video about liking chicken and cake. So <clears throat> he might not, you know, he, and he's older. So he, this might be the first time he has. Uh, he he can't make weight. We'll see. I really hope that doesn't happen. If it does, I don't know what they'll do. I I know Johnson's not sitting. Johnson will not fight for anything other than a, uh, the way he looked in that photo and if 10 pounds is accurate uh, that's, that's going to be pretty rough pretty rough so they they should be weighing in tomorrow morning today's Thursday and uh, they got early weigh-ins on Friday so we'll see just a couple hours till we know and uh, I'm, uh, I'm rooting for him. I really hope he makes it. 
but betting wise I just don't know I, I, I really agree with the, the the lines on this one and there's just not too much money uh, but yeah Cormier, Cormier's even money so you know you bet 20 you win 20 alright I rocked him again with the jab Superman punch stuffed his panic takedown got a minute and 20 left in the second round now oh, he clinched up with me Let's see if I can toss him ooh he's got he's got double under on me ooh, he got my back now and now he's taking me down and going for the choke oh no instant three okay I got out it immediately He's even blocking my transitions to get back to my feet. So, he's nasty uh, on the ground, jujitsu wise. Weidman is so smothering on top that I just don't know if if he gets him down. I don't think he'll be in. I mean, obviously, he's in danger, but I think he's smart enough to utilize his wrestling without, without getting caught up. We'll see. I'm not sure how this fight's going to play out. Musashi's takedown defense is so good that he. He may not get take. He may be able to stuff the takedowns and keep it standing. And in that regard, uh, he he'd win the fight. Uh, Weidman can hold his own on the on the feet, but at a certain point, it, uh, I don't know. Last time I saw him, he he got you know, flying need, and then he went, he threw that stupid spinning kick, so I just got that stuck in my head, and uh, he needs to bounce out of it, or he's going to be three down, three in a row, lose three in a row, man, that's going to be bad for your career, uh, then you're just the guy who could only beat uh, the older, the older guys, <laughs> um, let's be honest, they were all older, Alright, so I'm in the third round now with Weidman and Musasi. Just trying to get a decision. It's been a good fight. He's he's computer. He's just putting up a pretty good fight. And uh, be uh, be aware that I I, I don't uh, I haven't been going for the takedowns too often and. I, I don't think that'll be the case. I think he'll go for the takedown, and I think he'll really want to get it to the ground. It's just not going to be fun for him standing with Gay Card Musasi. You know, unless you're playing on a video game. He's got a higher strike percentage than me. Just not throwing nearly as often either. seconds still just trying to beat him up on the feet hitting him with some pretty good combos oh man I accidentally knocked him out in the third well man I wonder if that'll go down like that <laughs> probably not <laughs> maybe he does get a TKO late in the third I think I'm going to change the pick just, just for the fuck of it.
right. We're gonna change that pick to TKO in the third round. And if he does get it in the third round, it'll be late. And I believe Wideman will have the better gas tank of the two fighters. Alright, so I switched my pick. Now we're going to do the play bonus. Cormier versus Johnson. Remember, I, I chose Cormier, KO, TKO, round four. It's going to be hard to pull off, I think. Uh, we'll see... Uh, like I said, I don't offensive grapple that much. Uh, maybe I'll try and do it this match and see if I can wear him down a bit. Because I think that's obviously that's how DC will get it done. He'll initiate the clinch. He'll try and uh, get Johnson down. And uh, obviously, yeah, wear him out. It'll take him a couple rounds and he, he won't instantly finish him. strike with him real quick and see how I do. Uh, he's not going to instant knock me out of, you know, too alert with this game and it's a computer that I'm fighting. He hit me with a mean uppercut. But I've already hit, hit him with a couple combos. Oof. But everything Anthony Johnson lands is, is just with some authority. More than that, it's just, it, my God, he just seals your fate with every strike. It's just you, you know exactly where he's going with him. Every time he's he's looking to knock you out. There's, I've never seen him throw a strike seventy percent. I can't believe he actually took me down. Wow. The crowd was chanting DC for a moment. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but that's that's never happened. <laughs> see. See if I can uh, flatten him out. Ooh. Oh, okay. I almost had him. How is Anthony Johnson transitioning faster than me? I'm the Olympian. Alright, well, he he reversed me. He's got my back. I slipped out. We're back up. Ooh, jab, jab. Rear hook dropped him. We got three minutes left in the first round. I gotta try and get this to the fourth round of TKO him. That'll be fun. you uh, watching on YouTube uh, I'll definitely be trimming some of these videos down at, uh, before I upload them in podcast format just uh, sometimes these will drag when I do the fights and I'll try and uh, 
remove any any dead silence. So if you guys are interested in, you know, just listening to podcast format, you know, I, I got lots of random uh, little stories coming in. You know, little MMA headlines and topics. Eventually, I'll try and uh, organize my videos a little better. Maybe cut them out into little snippets, upload them separately on YouTube. We'll see. Whatever you guys want, you know, I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm going to just keep uh, trying to improve, and obviously I'll have to experiment uh, a lot before I know exactly uh, exactly how I'm going to be running the show. There's a, there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to running these podcasts, so if you guys got any suggestions on what you guys would like to see, uh, if, if there's a certain, you know, I don't... I, Obviously, I'm not going to hand my show over to anyone, but uh, if there's a certain flow that you guys would prefer, uh, you know, like if there's like a certain subject area you guys would like me to start with, and, you know, if there's a set of categories that you'd like me to go over in every episode, or, you know what I mean, just let me know. I've gotten some good feedback from you guys, so any ideas would be appreciated. I got him turning into a panic wrestler because I'm beating him up. But he's doing a good job. Every time I try to wrestle him, he's uh, he's beating me to the trigger on these grappling exchanges. So I'm going to stack his guard. Pound on his face. And he tripped me. <laughs> Jab, uppercut, lead hook. It's <laughs> a nice combo. Cormier, uh, he's got some really underrated striking. Uh, he held his own striking with John Jones, with the, uh, Gustafson. You know, honestly, he might have outstruck Gustafson if I can remember right. In my opinion, he had. Some, he's just a real. He's really good at getting inside and, you know, dirty boxing. Real short inside uppercuts. People hate on the guy, and he's done a lot. If you watch that, uh, you know, the UFC just uploaded uh, his fight with Dan Henderson. Obviously, Dan Henderson's a middleweight and a small one at that. But he just ragdolled Dan Henderson, who's another Olympian. And uh, if you ask... Or if you look around or, you know, uh, do some research, people say that Dan is like wood, and you, you just don't do that to Dan Henderson. So, to see him get tossed around like that was just strange. For whatever reason, my game has frozen twice now in the middle of these matches. I don't know if it's going to load or not. Well, you can see the ring girl still walking around. <laughs> It's odd. I usually don't have a problem with this game or any game on PlayStation. Technology's gotten so great lately that it's just it's it's been damn damn near seamless, you know. I'm 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 seriously streaming the podcast live onto YouTube with gameplay, with video, with audio. Uh, at the same time, it tweets out to social media, uh, and then I can parse the audio out and upload it to various, you know 
I can upload it to just my pot, my single podcast feed, and it goes out to all. It just shoots out to everyone, you know, because it's just technology has just gotten so insane that I don't even know where to begin. Honestly, uh, some of the microphones I've been looking at to to buy for the podcast have just been outrageous. They, they're even getting pretty cheap. You know, you can get like studio quality microphones for hundred and hundred and fifty dollars nowadays. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some, some, some people out there that would disagree. They're going to say, "Oh no, that's not studio quality." Well, whatever. In my opinion, you know, that's they they have all kinds of built-in features that'll automatically, uh, you know, tune up your voice for you, you know, immediately, instantly. So, I will be getting a new microphone. I'm excited for that. But uh, this game is frozen on me, so I'm gonna go ahead and just quit out I guess and I guess I'll try and redo the fight but uh, that's two fights in a row now that that have frozen well two out of three fights that have frozen on me so I don't even know. I don't know if I should do it again or not. I guess uh, we'll give it one more go. If it shits out on me, we'll just call it a call it an episode. Not a big deal. Well, I was pretty much beating his ass in the last one. It sucks, I gotta try and do it again. So if I can beat him early in the fourth, this is probably gonna take at least 15, 16 minutes, so. You know, you, you know DC's good at wrestling and strong when he's tossing someone like Josh Barnett and Alexander Gustafson over literally like five, six feet up in the air tossing them on their heads. That's just other, you know, that's otherworldly power. He couldn't do it to John Jones, though, which is just, I don't, I don't know what that guy's deal is, but uh, he, he's so easily the best, and we've never really seen anything like that. I mean, Anderson, Anderson was like that, yes, but... You always got, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. There's just absolutely no question that Jones... Jones has honestly beaten better guys in, in their prime and in his prime. Anderson did have pretty weak competition for a while. I mean, he did go up and fought big guys. He fought Rich Franklin. Uh, he beat Chael Sonnen, but Ch Chael gave him problems. Uh beat Dan Henderson, you know, that was a pretty legit win, but, you know, Dan's been old for the last 10 years, so, I, I don't know, it's just different with John, he's the youngest, I believe the youngest champion in UFC history, at like 23, something crazy like that, and just doing it in ridiculous fashion, he usually beats people in their own game. 
And uh, I think Cormier did get a takedown on John, but I know John got a takedown on Cormier before before Cormier got a takedown. So that guy's just special. What an idiot. So I got him in the Muay Thai clinch, just busting him up a little bit. He broke out, and now he's fucking using some short shots up against me. Ooh, maybe to the body. He's blocking my transitions. I'm gonna try and grab his leg. Alright, took him down. Try to get back to my feet. The crowd, once again, chanting, chanting DC. It's so unrealistic. <laughs> he somewhat turned heel, but I think it's just due to the fact that... Uh, I think he's tried to pr put on a persona to make people happy or, you know, like him more, and it just kind of backfired. And just because pe people can see kind of... It just seems a little fake, you know? He's only been doing this for like seven, eight years or something. I think he's 38 years old, and I think he started MMA at 31. Obviously having that long, like, 20-year career in wrestling beforehand helped out. But to come into this sport at 31 and uh, not only make be able to keep up with the competition, but to really ragdoll most of the competition is really impressive. And at heavyweight, being a, a small, a uh, really small heavyweight. If you it, it, if you want to go off of the UFC standards, I mean, he's a small light heavyweight. Shit, he might be a small middleweight, you know? Nah, that's crazy, but he's thicker. Uh, he's thick as fuck, so. It's just got a different type of build. It's not about height. And then Anthony Johnson, if you don't know anything about his career, you need to go back and watch all his fights because the guy came from 170, and that's just unheard of. I think they said he dropped 60 pounds in two months at one point, which is, I mean, the guy's a freak. That's a fucking experiment, if I've ever heard of one. I've, I've never heard of any athlete dropping weight like that to compete in anything. Um... 60 pounds and the guy could easily fight at heavyweight at this point in his career and he really had a he had terrible cardio issues and he would go out there and he was still knocking guys out but anytime he fought somebody good they would they would just mop him up and he got tired and he seemed a little flaily when he fought anybody that you know was decent especially like when he he fought at 185 against Vitor in the UFC, and he even missed weight, I think, by like 8 pounds. And he, he was just all flaily. I don't know if he was nervous, but it was just like he was throwing these really far-out punches, just whiffing, just too excited. The timing was way off. And I don't know. Ever since he's been at 205, he's calmed down. He doesn't have very much wasted movements. And it, 
I, I think all his problems just went down, came down to cardio and uh, from the weight cuts. I just don't think the guy could. Uh, he just couldn't fucking. <laughs> he couldn't move out there. Let's be honest. That guy probably couldn't barely fucking breathe walking into the octagon, 60 pounds in two months. He said he was walking at 210. No one cuts to, unless you're fucking fat ass Johnny Hendricks trying to cut to 170. Uh, I've never heard of that. And he looked like a skeleton with muscles. <laughs> a huge, buff ass skeleton with muscles. <laughs> so we're in the second round, about 40 seconds in. I definitely won that first round. He's got some good grappling, uh, or I just suck. But he's really giving me problems. Uh, I can't get much going against him offensively when it comes to the grappling. He's landed some good strikes on me. Ooh, another body strike. Break. Alright, finally broke clinch. He had me up against a fence, just teed off the strikes, or with knees. Stuffed his takedown. Let's see if I can take his back and flatten him out. Uh, he transition. Ooh, got him. Posture up. Get him. Flatten him back out. Posture up. I just don't have much stamina, so. Alright, he flipped around into half guard. Need to make sure he's nice and softened up before the fourth round. Man. Had him in half guard, but he took my back and now I rolled over in the mount. Ooh, he landed a mean elbow on me. Alright, got up. I just landed a, a really heavy lead rear hook and uh, rocked him. Oh man, I just knocked him out gold in the second round. That's not what we wanted. <laughs> well, that's just because I'm striking. That's not how it's going to go down. You know what's sad is... Uh, I think Cormier's chances of knocking Cormier has a good chance of knocking Anthony Johnson out. Let's be honest. I mean, I've never seen Anthony Johnson's chin really. I've never really seen him hurt. Now that I think of it, but Cormier is a big, a big strong guy, and like I said, he throws really mean inside punches, which you know that would be a really bad idea. But uh, Cormier can, he can hurt anybody in the in the world too. So. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if if he caught Anthony Johnson too. Um, one of these days, Anthony Johnson's gonna have problems striking with someone. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude, he had he had problems striking with Vitor Belford. He couldn't. Uh, <laughs> that was just a timing issue. He was just too excited. I think he was scared of him. <laughs> but uh, we're just gonna leave it at that. You know, I got the I got the second round TKO, which is uh, I don't think that's accurate I don't I might adjust my pick but 
we're going to call it an episode. Uh, I really appreciate you guys for listening and watching. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at FightFansGaming with an S, FightFansGaming. Also, uh, subscribe on uh, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, whatever podcasting service. Um, If I'm not on a podcasting service, let me know, and uh, I'll try and get on there as soon as I can. And uh, like I said, guys, we're going to keep improving. And uh, if anybody's got any tips, let me know. Just uh, reach out to me. And uh, we'll just keep it going. So I really appreciate you guys. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Peace.